Well, I guess I'll crack open this nondescript light beer, because what's it really matter? I never get laid, and I'm gonna die alone. Hey, Larry Limpdick! Why don't you just piss in a mason jar and let it ferment in the sun and drink that? It probably tastes the same as that generic ship beer you're about to swallow like a load of trucker cum. Grow some balls and drink an ice-cold scrag beer if you want to get your dong deep in a hot girl's lady swamp. Wow. You're 100% right, scantily clad, very attractive woman. This light beer is probably why I can't get erections. If I want to be a real man, I'll need a scrag. By the way, who are you? Oh, me? I'm the Scrag Hack, the official Scrag Family Brewery Officer of Titillation and Light Beer Drinker Emasculation. I'm here to humiliate assholes like you into thinking that Scrag Beer is the key to having your own hot bitch to objectify. Thanks, Scrag Hack! Scrag Beer! Man, the fuck up or your dick will fall It's the Friendship the Podcast Lost Episode Special, live from the Scrag Family Brewery Gladiator Megatorium, with your host, Mr. Brian Gordon Davis. Hey everyone, this looks like a very thirsty audience to me. I bet you guys would want an ice-cold Scrag beer courtesy of our friends at the Scrag Family Brewery. That's right, everyone in the live audience here will be taking home a case of Scrag's new Pond Scum Ale. Scrag Beer. Everything gives you cancer these days. Why not get yours from Scrag Beer? Alright, welcome to the Friendship the Podcast Lost Episode Special. As you know, my name is Brian Davis, the only surviving cast member of Friendship the Podcast. And not a day goes by that I don't remember that. Not a day goes by that I don't ask God why he chose to take away from us David Ball, Brad Ball, Stefan Sproul, and crew newcomer in that gymnasium fire. Every day I realize that I could have easily been in the gymnasium that day burning alive on the elliptical with them. I just didn't feel like working out that day. I wouldn't sleep in. And I did sleep. I slept as my friends died helplessly in the flames of that gold's gym. I should have burnt with them. Anyway, we're here to honor their memory and listen to some never-before-heard sketches we've unearthed from the Friendship the Podcast vault. Let's take a listen, shall we? Brad! You were totally right! I shaved my asshole, and now I don't get little pieces of shit stuck in my ass hairs! Oh yeah? Well, that's good. Is there something wrong? You seem depressed. Eh, I don't know if I want to shave my asshole anymore. What? Why? Shaving your asshole was all you were talking about yesterday. What happened? Well, yesterday I was shaving my asshole just like every other day, and I dropped my razor. And when I bent over to pick it up, I saw it. Saw what? The eye. What? Brian, just drop it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Just please, promise me one thing. You will not look into the eye of your asshole. 
Later that evening, as Brian shaves his asshole, he deeply contemplates his friend's words. There we go. That's one hairless asshole. <laughs> Eye of my asshole. I bet nothing even happens. I'll just bend over and look through my legs and... Oh my god! Greetings, Brian. Welcome to the eye of your asshole. Brad was telling the truth. Who are you, ghostly figure in my hole? I am your soul guide. I am here to show you the things that could have been had you not made so many mistakes. Yeah, right. You're probably just a bit of undigested beef, a blob of mustard, a crumb of cheese. There's more of gravy than of grave about you. <laughs> Believe what you wish. Now, behold what your life would have been had you not given up on your dreams. Wow, that's an older version of me. I'm in the humble yet subtly luxurious home I've always dreamed of owning. I have a sex robot that cries ice-cold beer every time I blow my load. It's beautiful. Beautiful indeed. But not for you, young Brian. For you chose to succumb to societal expectations. You surrendered to capitalism and sacrificed your dreams, writing them off as childish fantasies. Now your future holds only a bland suburban home in the Midwest with a wife whom you do not love. A home you earned from your dissatisfying career in public relations. A home littered with the toys of your unwanted children and plastered with that lame Hallmark store bullshit. Oh, spirit, why do you show me such horrible things? How are you certain that they are true? The Tonight Show. What did you say? The Tonight Show with Brian Davis. Your dream. Had you not given up on your dreams, you would have gone on to take over for Jimmy Fallon after he gets kidnapped by Islamic extremists. How could you know I've always wanted to host The Tonight Show? I've never told that to anyone. The celestial beings of the ass realm know all, Brian. If you had persevered, you would have gone on to become even more beloved than Johnny Carson. Behold your wasted potential! Live from a deserted bomb shelter in Scab County, New Mexico, it's The Tonight Show with Brian Davis. Tonight's guests, robot dominatrix Dildotron, from the state of Kentucky, Senator Bigfoot, and a special public beheading of the cast of the Fox sitcom New Girl. And here's your host, Brian Davis! Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. A lot of crazy stuff going on in the world today. That big meteor that destroyed half of New York City last week is in the news again this morning. Have you heard this? Have you read about this? Apparently the rock is fused with a strain of deadly space virus that is easily spread through common human interaction. Government officials are urging citizens to avoid human contact and wash hands as much as possible. In an unrelated story, the CEO of Snot's Hand Sanitizer released a statement saying, Jackpot! <laughs> All right, thank you very much. We have a great show lined up for you. Let's bring out the first guest from the great state of Kentucky, Senator Bigfoot. 
Thank you for being here, Senator Bigfoot. Oh, thank you for having me, Brian. Now, Senator Bigfoot, let's put the final nail in the coffin. Do you exist? I believe it was Deepak Chopra who said, There is no fixed physical reality, no single perception of the world, just numerous ways of interpreting world views as dictated by one's nervous system and with specific environment of our planetary existence. Okay. Has the fact that you are an eight-foot Sasquatch hindered your campaign efforts in any way? Well, Brian, I don't believe circumstances should dictate the future. I may have been born a simple Bigfoot, but I will die a former Senator Simple Bigfoot. All right, that's great. We'll have more with Senator Bigfoot when we come back. See what you could have created. Do you see the beauty of which you deprived the world? You could have had fame, fortune, everything. But most importantly, you would have inspired a younger generation to create art as wondrous as yours. Who are you to judge me? You're nothing but an apparition and an asshole. I may have come from an asshole, but you are the asshole. Goodbye, Brian. Spirit, where are you going? What if I change my path? Spirit! Help me change! Asshole spirit! Don't leave me! I must say, this is the most extraordinary case I have seen during my time here at Asylum Alamode. This young man, he talks to his shit and imagines he is hosting the Tonight Show. Scrag Beer presents the Friendship the Podcast Lost Episode Special. Here's Brian Davis. He, you, you want to know what the really sick thing is? When I learned that they burned to death, I, I, part of me was happy. A sick part of me was glad that they burned alive. Because I knew that there would be more room for me. That's how I thought. I thought it was going to be all just bagels and cream cheese fed to me by lovely exotic women. Well, for even having that thought, I think karma has had her way with me, that wicked temptress. But just. She's a just succulent beast, karma is. I've been living in a motel for the past five months. I have nothing. Anyway, this next sketch is... It's just a bunch of shit. It was just a lot of topical humor. It's not even relevant anymore. Who gives a fuck? Yo, this your boy Zoo Exhibit, and my man Ron has no idea we about to chimp his ride. Yo, we about to put 18 chimps in this 1991 Geo Tracker. It's gonna be too many monkey homes.
that's gotta hurt. That is his brain. Coming up, we'll find out which grandfather can last longer with his scrotum run through the meat tenderizer. But first, a word from our sponsor. Hey, you. Yeah, you with the penis. You want to stroke it? Well, what are you waiting for? Come and come. That's right, kids. It's Come and Come, Missoula's premier adult theater. Our scientists have created the perfect atmosphere in which you can shamefully come into your coat pocket while watching a dirty fuck flick. Don't just take it from me. Listen to these satisfied customers. Uh, I came to come and come, and I cummed. Uh, also, I too did the same thing as well. Hey, every Wednesday at Come and Come is Celebrity Night. This Wednesday, we have Paul Rubens. Next Wednesday, Fred Willard. Hey, come and come. Come on. As I fuck you with your face in the mire, my dick remains hard and refuses to tire. Like a hog in heat, I snort and I snarl while preparing my sock for the greasy hot coral. You gargle and choke on my frothy white cream as my knob you chew on All Hallows Eve. <laughs> Damn it, Steve, you fucked it all up. I told you I don't work with amateurs. Welcome back to the FUK Home Shopping Network. We have 14 more of these Ebola sticks, and they are going fast. As you can see, this is a wonderful piece. It is just a sharpened stick. You can use it to fiend off people infected with Ebola. You can stab it through their jugular, drive it into their temple. Uh, and also, after society's collapse, you can use this piece to scavenge for food, roast small game over a fire. The, the opportunities are endless, really. This is such a versatile piece. Joining us now is Dr. Madongo, the inventor of the Ebola stick. Please, Dr. Madongo, please tell us what gave you the idea for such a revolutionary product. Normally, we fight the Ebola with a stick, so I thought I should just sharpen the stick. Well, that is very interesting, and these are going fast, so please call now. It is a sharpened stick. That is all. You could make it yourself. You've read Heaven is for Real, the story of a young boy who died and went to heaven and then came back. You've read Proof of Heaven, the story of a neurosurgeon's journey into the afterlife who then came back. But do we really have proof that heaven is really there? Don't worry. The next book in this trend of exploitative religious cash grabs is here. The young child of an atheist college professor was inflicted with a rare disease. Medical science proved useless to prevent the mysterious illness from taking the young girl's life. Seven-year-old Madison was dead for three hours before her miraculous recovery. Madison's college professor father, Jeremy, was stunned by what happened next. Little Madison looked at me with a soft glow of innocence in her eyes, and she said, Daddy, I went to heaven. I saw God, and God said that you should write a book about this so you can make enough money to pay off your gambling debts, because it totally wouldn't be an exploitative way to make quick money off the gullible Christian majority in this country. I was shocked. How could she know of my massive credit card debt? 
That's proof that heaven is really there. She was there. She talked to Jesus as he rode a purple motorcycle powered by love. Jesus rides motorcycles and does wheelies on rainbows. Go out to your local bookstore today to buy Proof That Heaven Is A Place That Is Really There. The story of a young girl who died, went to heaven, met Jesus, came back, and told her daddy to write a best-selling book about her journey. Well, that's it. Friendship the Podcast is over. I ask you to please honor the memory of David Ball, Brad Ball, crew newcomer, and Stefan Sproul. And pray for me. I'm going to go forage for food in a dumpster.
Oh, 